Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, December 17th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead. Scientists estimate there are hundreds of box turtles living in Forest Park. They say some have been dropped off at the park by people who kept them as pets, and that may have major consequences. So sometimes they don't know how to hibernate. It's a process they have to either come back to or they just don't survive it. It messes with them in a way that we can't even begin to understand. St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen tells us how city residents may be disrupting the lives of box turtles. That's in just a few minutes. First, the headlines. The region is still dealing with the aftermath of this week's blast of winter. Many businesses and schools are closed again today. The roads have been treacherous for the past couple of days. The St. Louis office of the Missouri State Highway Patrol says it dealt with 440 calls and more than 170 stranded motorists yesterday. Corporal Justin Wheely says speed and overconfidence play the biggest roles in most crashes. A lot of it has to do with pickup trucks and four-wheel drives. Yes, they may go better, but no vehicle is going to stop any better. And the heavier that vehicle is, the longer it's going to take to stop on these type of roadways. The National Weather Service says some areas, including Swansea and Arnold, received at least six inches of snow over the past couple of days, and about five inches have fallen in St. Louis. The working group considering leasing St. Louis Lambert International Airport is expected to release a request for proposals today. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, the group will ask fewer than a dozen of the 18 interested companies to submit detailed plans for managing the airport. Over the last few weeks, 11 companies have visited St. Louis to answer questions about their qualifications when it comes to managing airports. The working group isn't naming that smaller group, though, until it releases the RFP. But Linda Martinez, who sits on the group as the mayor's appointee, says companies moving forward operate between 5 and 75 airports. And according to the criteria used to score companies, they have the financial capacity to pay off the airport's debt and keep up with maintenance improvements. The working group sees three positives out of a potential deal, cash windfall of up to $2 billion, improvements to the airport, and regional economic development. If a proposal is selected, it would require the approval of several local government bodies, the airlines, and the FAA. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. State financing for the Major League Soccer Stadium in downtown St. Louis could be in limbo. The Missouri Development Finance Board unexpectedly canceled a meeting that had been set for today. The board was expected to consider the first $15 million installment of state tax credits to develop the stadium. The MLS for the Lou Ownership Group says it is not sure why this meeting was canceled. A spokesman says he does not think it will set back the stadium construction timeline. State officials could not be reached for comment. Need a local political fix? We have a podcast for that. Download Politically Speaking at stlpublicradio.org or wherever you get podcasts. Forest Park is home to hundreds of Missouri's native box turtles. Scientists at the St. Louis Zoo have been tracking them for seven years and recently found the box turtles living in the park have a lower survival rate than ones in the wild. 
Researchers say it's likely people are the cause of the higher mortality rate. St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen explains why. It's a gray, chilly day in Forest Park. Three St. Louis scientists are standing just outside a small wooded area where they're about to go looking for a box turtle. The turtles are sleeping, so we kind of hope we don't see them. That's Sharon Deem, director of the zoo's Institute for Conservation Medicine. In the winter, box turtles hibernate by burrowing themselves a few inches underground to keep warm. Her colleague Maris Bren White holds a 20-inch long radio antenna that she's using to find a turtle they've named Pumpkin. He's one of nine turtles they've tagged with a sensor in Forest Park. It's basically just like tuning in to a radio station. So each turtle has its own channel. Um, and our turtle that we're going to be tracking first is going to be on channel three. So we set this to channel three, but we still kind of don't hear anything. So we need to play with our tuner a little bit until we get a really good signal. Scientists at the zoo have been tracking box turtles in two places, Forest Park and a wooded area near Washington University's Tyson Research Center in Eureka. They want to understand the differences between urban and rural populations. Zoo researcher Jamie Palmer says if they see turtles doing well, that's a sign that the environment is healthy because turtles live long lives and spend a lot of time on the ground. They're in contact with the environment in a way that other animals may or may not be. And so if turtles are healthy, we can oftentimes assume other species are, are just as healthy. Palmer and her colleagues recently published findings in the journal Frontiers that showed the box turtles in Forest Park have a higher mortality rate than ones living in a rural forest. And humans play a pretty big role in that. For example, scientists found that some Forest Park box turtles were getting struck by lawnmowers. They met with Forest Park's maintenance workers in 2017 who probably didn't see they were running over the turtles because they're small enough to fit in the palm of your hand. Palmer recommended raising the blades by six inches. It'll just ideally glaze over a turtle and not harm them in any way. There's another reason people may be responsible for the higher death rate among the city turtles. Palmer says it's possible that some of the turtles were kept as pets and later dropped off at Forest Park. And so if you take a turtle that's then accustomed now to eating food regularly out of a dish and not hibernating and always having warmth, and then you throw them back in Forest Park, sometimes they don't know how to hibernate. It's a process they have to either come back to or they just don't survive it. The study found that more of Forest Park's box turtles died in the winter than other seasons. And that wasn't true for the turtles in Eureka. Sharon Deem at the zoo says the urban turtles may be more likely to come out of hibernation too early. Sometimes they'll come up because they say, oh my gosh, it's five nice days in Missouri in December, and then they'll get caught up above ground and it'll go freezing real quickly. So as zoo scientists conduct their research, they're taking people like me out with them to find box turtles they've been tracking in the park. That's to spread word that box turtles are native to Missouri and belong in the park, not inside a house. That's a pumpkin. Yeah. Maris Brenwhite says the antenna's beeping is loud enough to indicate that Pumpkin the box turtle is right where she's standing. She squats down and pushes aside leaves and pokes at the dirt. And this is a perfect substrate for a turtle to hibernate in. It's, it's soft, moist soil. It's easy to dig in. There's tons of leaf litter. Then she tells me to reach in the ground where I'll be able to touch the edge of Pumpkin's shell. So you're going to stick your finger all the way down there and move your finger back and forth like this. And you'll just, like your nail will snap over the edge of its shell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And there's nothing down there that's going to hurt you. I think this one. Oh, I, me. I feel it. Oh, yay! Oh, yay. <laughs> Maris is like, yay! Cool. I mean, just in case it wasn't fair that we love what we do, like the excitement around you feeling a turtle, we're like, let's go! 
After they finish hearing about how I've just touched a turtle, the scientists get to work. They note pumpkin's location and place temperature sensors over the spot. And then they push the dirt and leaves back over the hibernation spot, where hopefully pumpkin will stay for the entire winter. I'm Eli Chen, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.